You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 64. What if I have to homeschool this fall? This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. Hello, welcome back. We're on episode number 64. And this is... um, for those that have to homeschool this fall that maybe don't really want to. Yes. Right. So with everybody became a homeschooler in the mm-hmm. whole world, really. Right. I don't think maybe most, Sweden, most, I didn't. many, many countries. Yeah. yeah. So most of the world became homeschoolers this fall. Yep. And there's still a lot of unknown going forward to this upcoming school year. Mm-hmm. There has been some talk about continuing distant learning. Yeah. Um, having or kids separated. If kids school. have to go back to school, there's some really strict guidelines that the CDC has recommended that I know nobody's happy about. Yes. My desk six feet apart. um, Wearing a mask all day. Yes. Eating lunch in the classroom. um, Play recess. Still like plastic dividers between desks. Yeah. Recess might be canceled. Um, A lot of, a lot of terrible things like that. So I know I've heard so many parents saying that if those are actually going to be the rules, that they're not sending their kids to school under those circumstances. And so some of you may be trying to figure it out. What am I going to do this fall? And maybe you still don't know because nobody really knows what's going to happen still. Well, you are in luck because this is your roadmap. Yeah. So we want to help you through that today. Like if you are in this category or if you have a friend or somebody you know that that this could be useful for please share it with them yeah because I think it would offer a lot of peace if somebody's like ah I don't know that that was rough these last few months so I know from so many people how hard distance learning has been and and we want to kind of clarify the differences between the distance learning and the homeschooling that um that we typically and most homeschoolers do yeah it's a big difference so there's very big distance learning is what many of the parents we're having to do these last few months of the school year. And, and it's, I mean, you know what you were experiencing. It's all online. You have assignments you have to turn into your teacher. You have scheduled appointments you have to be at with your teacher. If you had multiple children, you had multiple teachers to report to and figure out their assignments. Um, I just heard parents say what a nightmare. And I heard too, if like you only had one computer. Right. And, And what if you're working from home? Like my sister, was is a teacher she Uh teaches full-time and then she suddenly had three of her four kids home that she had to teach also while teaching (laughs) full-time at home and her husband all needing the computer at the same time to do all of their various jobs or or school requirements and it was it was a nightmare and she said it's the worst experience she had in her life she hated it she said if I have to continue teaching like this I don't want to do it ever again and um and the same with the schooling I, I heard so many people say what a nightmare it was. And and you're still having to, you know, meet all these requirements, but you have no freedom. Um, you're tied to the computer. And within the class, all these kids have the same exact requirements. No matter what level your child's at, they still have to figure it out and sit on this Zoom meeting with their teacher mm-hmm. and get this lesson that's just so boring because you're sitting on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. Those are the worst. Um, it's complicated. It's not personalized. It's just boring and awful. Yes. And especially when, um, like there are really good teachers who teach hands-on. Yeah. And, and how, like yeah. I, someone was telling me, I can't remember who, but some of their, 
kids' high school classes were like these interactive hands-on classes that there was no way they could have done from home. Like I I think one was like machinery or something like that. And she's like, how is he supposed to complete that course from distance learning when I don't have a car for him to work on and I don't or have you know, to work on. <laughs> whatever it is that they typically do in their class at school where you don't have the tools and the supplies to make that happen at home. So there's no way that it actually can be completed. Yes, I heard of some creative art project classes that was like, go around the neighborhood and collect various items and create an art project with it. <laughs> and it was like, but for high school art, right? So yeah. not like elementary art. Uh-huh. It was like, uh, like a little craft okay. scavenger hunt. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is weird. Yeah, so there's the distance learning. And then homeschooling, if you're new to this, homeschooling looks so different than distance learning. Homeschooling, you have freedom. You have complete freedom over mm-hmm. the choices that you're making, over the things that you want to study, over when you do your your teaching and your activities. Um, you have you don't loose have to be standards. On the computer all day. What no. do you mean by loose standards? Well, like for instance, when you're in a classroom setting, they have the exact specific standards they have to teach. To. Oh, okay. If you're in a homeschool, you say, "My kid's in third grade math." Okay, here's a math book. We'll just decide which of it we want to teach and okay. don't teach, and I skip that like lesson because he knows standards it. Standards of like. Your morals or no, not. <laughs> of course not. But you can if you choose to. It's your home, right? So um, yeah, that's not. But, <laughs> but you can do your school anywhere. That's what I love too. I saw that, and I. That's what this fall we were really hoping to start our school like once a week, p- packing our lunch, packing our mm-hmm. stuff, and going up the mountain. Yeah. And, and just doing have that freedom. Though. Yeah. And that's so beautiful. And you can do that. And you're not glued to a screen, stuck listening to a teacher's lecture over a computer um, in misery, right? Yeah. <laughs> I also heard so many parents just say that after a month of distance learning, their kid just wouldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. It was so hard and so miserable for that kid that they just tuned out. Or the kids would like check into their class but then turn off their video and do something else because they just couldn't focus on it. It was too much for them. And so just know that homeschooling is nothing like that. The whole experience is different. There are online homeschool programs that you can choose to do. They're different than the distance learning as well. Yes, because they are made for online learning versus somebody getting thrown into it. I mean, they had days to yeah, and this is curriculum. no criticism of teachers in any way. I can't imagine having to figure yes. that out under those standards. Like the pressure that they were put under is huge. So this is not a criticism of how the teachers were teaching in any way, because I am sure that they handled it to the best of their capacity. Yes, because I heard some teachers say you had some parents who were way involved, mm-hmm. some who said, I'm out, I don't care, yeah. some who were mad, like I work, you've got to now take over right. for my kid. So they were dealing with quite a lot. Yeah. yeah. So know that this is not a criticism of those teachers and how they handled it. No, this is for those of you who said, like, some of you are like, well, actually, it wasn't so bad. Maybe this is the push I need to homeschool because I can do it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of parents say that. Oh, I was I was considering homeschool once, but I was a little afraid to pull my kid out and try Mm -hmm. it. So maybe now you had that taste and you're like, hey, I kind of liked this. Let's give it a go this year. Uh, Maybe it's just those guidelines that you're like, nope, this this puts me over the edge. There's no way. Um, Whatever it is that's bringing you here, we're happy you're here and we hope we can help you figure some things out. Yes. So we have some episodes that will kind of walk you through this. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to kind of give you a brief summary of those episodes of of path, basically Mm -hmm. a roadmap of Mm -hmm. things that you can do. 
Yeah. So our very first episode that we ever did, it, it was titled, So You've Decided to Homeschool. And you would just call it, So I Was Forced to Homeschool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you didn't make this decision. Maybe you were thrown into this decision and you might still hate the idea. Yeah. That's okay. We're not judging you in any way, but you're here and you need help. And so that is first and foremost, I would highly recommend that kind of talks about, um, talks about the detox phase. Yeah. Cause the, there's a, there's a change of when you go from a brick and mortar school to homeschool, you have to get that school mentality out of their system right. and out of your system because you're not on bells. You are like lunch doesn't have to be at a certain time. Um, I know a lot of people, that was one thing that a lot of people created who were not homeschoolers, but for people were a schedule to do mm -hmm. at home. Like at nine o'clock, we do this. And at nine 30, we do this. And I know I made a whole video about why that's a terrible idea. <laughs> and it was funny because after a week or two, then I was getting comments like, Oh my gosh, why did I not listen to this? Yeah, seriously. And I did that too myself when I first started. And I've actually tried it a couple of times over the years <laughs> where I think I need a better schedule and I make this big old schedule and, and it just doesn't really work. <laughs> I mean, no. so I mean, you need a, a general idea and you need an outline, but you don't need a minute by minute schedule of your day because that does not work in a homeschool. And you don't have a bell telling you to change and you don't, and you have, don't have to change. You can be flexible with your subjects. Right. If you're reading a book and time's apparently up, it's okay if you like that book and you keep reading another chapter. Or if math took an extra 20 minutes or less than 10 minutes, yeah. that's okay too, because it took as long as it needed that day. So, so this first episode, we just kind of go over logistics first of taking your kids out of school. Cause sometimes there's some legal, legal issues there that you might need to go through, but detox phase and, um, just some tips to help you feel confident with this decision because mm -hmm. it's a big, scary decision that, um, I don't know if it's scary. It is to a it's lot a of big, people. It's yes. a big decision and, and it can be really scary when you're just starting out thinking, oh, I'm going to ruin my kid or I'm going to do this all wrong or if I'm not there, smart enough. Come or for some whatever. coaching because we can walk you through of yeah. like, so it doesn't have to be so scary or whatnot, right? Right. Anything unknown always feels scary, it I does. guess. It definitely does. Um, another episode we have, episode number four. It talks about a hundred ways to homeschool. We're going to give you 100 great tips. Not really. There's really not a hundred because we don't want to overwhelm you. But really what we talk about are just a few different styles of homeschooling. Because I think that's a really big important part of homeschooling is choosing what you want your homeschool to look like. And um, there's a whole lot of different ways you can do it. Yes. None of them is right or wrong. It's all based on you and your decision and your parenting style or your child's learning style. And, and so we just kind of walk through a couple of our favorites yes. that we like. And so I was going to say, so the re some of them are, we'll just say the names of them, mm -hmm. but Charlotte Mason is a big one. We love um, Thomas Jefferson education, well-educated heart. Then there's box curriculum sets and online programs, unit studies, right. And unschooling, right. Those are some big and, ones. And if you're in a place where you're completely overwhelmed by it all, and you just want somebody to give you the whole thing and here's a lesson plan, look at boxed curriculum sets. Cause mm -hmm. that's like just a really simple open and go way to go. Um, they're usually pretty pricey. Just know that. But if you want something simpler and more unschooly style, look more into the Libraries of Hope, Well-Educated Heart style, because that's a beautiful, just like literature-based um, yeah. 
or Charlotte Mason is a beautiful where it's, you know, focused a lot on nature study mm-hmm. and reading. And so it really is going to just depend on what your need is and what your desire is and what your capability is. Yes. So that's a good one to check out because if you ask a hundred different homeschoolers of the best curriculum, you will get a hundred different answers. Yeah. So you kind of have to try a yeah. little bit. of different And it ways. does sometimes take a little bit of experimenting to mm-hmm. figure out what your style or your needs are, because sometimes you think it's one thing and then you get going and you learn, oh, I was wrong. And that's okay. Um, we all mess up in homeschooling and we've all been through a lot of um, shifts and changes over the years. As as seasoned homeschoolers, we can tell you that for sure, that we've tried yes, a lot of different Yes, I was going to say, I was even going to try something new <laughs> this fall with Brigham, who will be, what grade? Fourth grade? Mm-hmm. Yes. He's nine. And um, he keeps finishing his books really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking of maybe mixing it up. How, like, to some of his books are a term and some of them are a monthly mm-hmm. rotation and just I'm always mixing things up. Yeah. Um, another really great episode that I think is good for the overwhelm and the struggle that you might be feeling is the keep it simple episode. To kiss. Keep kiss. it simple, keep sisters. Keep it simple, silly or sister. Um, <laughs> and this one talks about how you don't have to do everything. Like we talked about those big schedules that a lot of people put together. Um, they're not typically very realistic. And then no. when you're not meeting everything on that schedule, you start to doubt yourself and your abilities. Mm-hmm. And so if you simplify the schedule, from the beginning, and you know that um, it's not realistic to do 100 things a day, then you won't you won't feel as much guilt and you won't feel as much doubt in your abilities. Yeah. So it has some good tips in there, just ways to with housework. Because I think what you found as you jump into homeschooling is a lot of times we think, oh, curriculum, curriculum, curriculum. And then you're like, but now my house is a mess and the children are fighting and like all these other Mm -hmm. things. And so it's a much bigger picture. So if you can just break it down and keep it simple, you're not going to get so overwhelmed. Yeah. So we have just kind of some practical tips in there. One of the biggest things that I think is important is teaching your kids to be independent learners. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to simplify so many things for you. Your kids can do a lot more by themselves than you think that they can, um, especially if they've been in school full time and their teachers, you know, walking them through everything every step of the way and you bring them home. It might take them a little while to figure out that they can do things on their own yeah. too, but they really can. And they're so able to do so much. And so the more you can teach them, to learn how to do things for themselves in their education, the better off things are just going to be in general. Yes. You know, it's funny. My grandpa actually was saying this again the other day is my grandma's getting older and uh, she's losing her vision and she's having a hard time getting up and down. And she was trying to sit down or get up and I can't remember. And my husband went to go help her. And my grandpa said, no, she can do this. And at first it seemed a little bit harsh, but he goes, she's got this. And Mm -hmm. she even said, I can do this. Like I can get up and I can get back down. And so just like, if they can do it, don't do something for them that they can do for themselves. Yeah, that's good. Um, another episode that I love and I think is important at this time is get it's we called it getting off the conveyor belt. Yes. And this is a term that um, this is in the Thomas Jefferson education mm-hmm. books. But they talk about the co- schools being a conveyor belt where, you know, children are just like force fed all the same things and they go down and they're all fed the exact same amount at the same time. And they should come out exactly the same. Right. Yes. Just like a conveyor belt in a factory which isn't the case because we're not all the same and we don't learn the same way. So homeschooling, um, you bring your kids home and you think that it should look just like a school does. 
And it's never going to, and it never should, because it's not a school. Mm -hmm. It's your home and kids don't learn all the same. Right. So this is kind of like talking through the mentality of um, that conveyor belt and just getting off of that and changing your whole mindset of what it's going to look like and be like. Um, I think there's a good talk on this one. Did we do it with Sir Ken Robbins? I don't have it linked in the show okay. notes, but we may have mentioned it. It might have yes. been in another episode that we talked oh, about okay. it, but Sir Ken Robbins is awesome. And yes. he has some really good YouTube videos mm-hmm. about um, the education system. Yeah. Yeah. If you need a little boost. Okay. Um, if this one's a really important yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> if you're working and homeschooling at the same time, like I mentioned, my sister who was trying to do both, that's a rough situation to be in. Um, we do have a whole episode on working homeschool moms where we talked about our experiences as well as we brought in a good friend of ours, Candace, who is working from home as well as homeschooling her kids. And, um, has a thriving photography business and, and just talked about some tips for juggling homeschooling and career and, and plus all the regular mom stuff that we have to do. Cause it's a whole lot that you're juggling when you're doing this and I'm um, not going to ever say that it's an easy thing because <laughs> it's definitely not yeah. an easy thing, but we do give some, some really good tips in that one of how to work through these challenges. Yes. Everything can be figured out. Everything is figure outable. Yeah. It's not a book. Yes. Have you ever read it? No. Sounds like a good book. I think it's Marie Florio. Oh, look at you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've listened to her on podcasts. Oh, and okay. I like her a lot. She's really cool. And I want to read the book. Yes. I love that idea. Yes. Because like with all of these, with all your worries that pop up, like that is such a good thought to have in the background. Mm-hmm. It's like everything can be figured out. Yeah. Like I love that. Um, we have episodes on teaching different levels. Like we have preschool, we have elementary, we have middle and high school. We have all those different F topics. So if you need something specific to grade levels, if you need to know how to teach different ages, we have one on that. Like at the same time, we yes. have baby and toddler. We have yes. we have so many episodes we on all these different things. We have episodes on sex, like we do. finances, and, and finances. All those. Yes. Um, another one I just wanted to bring up though is consistency, not perfection. And I think this is a really important one for when you're just starting out, because sometimes you, you have this little perfect image in your mind of what you want things to look like. <laughs> and then it, real life happens. And then life happens and, and kids happen and kids are never perfect and neither are you. And so this one I loved where we just talked about getting over that perfectionist trap of um, how it's really important to just be consistent with you know moving yes. through well so it's the compound effect mm-hmm. right I haven't read the book I've just heard a lot of talk about it and if you know like if there's a story of would you like a million dollars one day or a penny mm-hmm. and then Added double the penny uh-huh. every day and by the end of the month you've got like 10 million dollars or some some right. bigger number than a million so the compound effect is that consistency not perfection it's the little things you do every day that start adding up to become the big mm-hmm. things right of of just reading together every day right. so all of a sudden your children have a much more impressive vocabulary or their reading levels are up and the understanding is comprehension is through the roof. And it's just because you just read a little bit every single day. Right. And so just those little types of things, you get the compound effect. And not only are you reading them, but you're spending time with them. So now you're connecting with them and they're connecting with their siblings. And so this little simple act has this compound effect that throughout time, 
all of these wonderful things happen. So sometimes we think we have to do these grandiose things. Or every single day. Every single day. <laughs> and we have to put on a show and we have to create all these, uh, all the little paper thingies you get from school that some moms just would throw away. Um, but like. Create scrapbooks with them. And, yes. Uh -huh. yeah. but, but you realize it's those little things that actually add up. Yeah. And I mean, there's episodes in here where I've talked about when my big kids were little that I would do some of those big craft projects. But then when we had Ethan on for graduating and I asked him what his favorite memories were, they had nothing to do with craft projects mm -mm, that we made. Mm -mm. It, it was, was more the consistent, regular things that they did. Yeah, it was nature yeah, study. Nature it was study. playing. It was being silly. It was mm -hmm. having fun. It was being together. Yeah, being together. And so yeah. if you can consistently do some school together, consistently yeah. be together, consistently read, um, all those types of things. And then just think of like everything can be figured out. Like every problem can be solved, even when it feels big, right? And I think you might have even shown me this too. Like if you have your problem and you have it right mm -hmm. up to your face, you can't see anything. Yeah. But if you move it away, all of a sudden you can see the problem's not that big. Yeah. Not that bad. Yeah. That was in a lesson I was teaching one time. And it was, you know, you take a little pebble and you put it right in front of your eye. It's going to seem like a boulder. But as soon as you pull it away, you see, oh, that's just small. And I can handle that. Um, so sometimes it just takes a moment to step back and look at it from a different perspective. But um, we just want you guys to know, like, we have, what are we on, episode number 64? So we have 64 episodes worth of content that can help you with probably most of the questions you'll have as you're starting out with homeschooling. And um, if we haven't covered your question, just shoot us an email and we will. Um, well, and then for some resources, Karen's website is full of resources. Yeah. So my website, I cover a lot of creative ways to teach your kids, hands-on learning, games, fun principles, um, preschool lessons, math games, science experiments, all kinds of stuff along that um, realm. And then Megan has her whole membership teaching and helping moms with homeschool. Yeah. And so it really is the other side, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so Karen is the curriculum and mine is the other part, like so that you're not losing the your emotional mind. support and the yes. strength and that you've got this. And, and the, if my kids are fighting, what do I do? Right. If this is happening, what do I do? And so the parenting side of it all. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the running your family, the family yeah. culture and the dynamic yeah, of definitely. that. And then obviously homeschool. <laughs> and between the two of us, what do we have? Like probably 25 years of homeschooling experience combined. Yes. <laughs> if you put it at it together, it's pretty incredible how much we've, we've done in these years and how much we've learned. And it's, we didn't start out with this knowledge, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> but you just gain it a little at a time and, and each year it gets a little bit better or each month even it gets a little better. But when you feel overwhelmed, come find one of our episodes that can answer one of your questions and um, hopefully we can talk you through those problems that you're going through. Yes. So, so all of you who may be homeschooling this fall, we have got your back. And uh, yeah, if you decide that that is the route for you then we are excited to have you in our club. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and we love our listeners. Yes. So come by and find us on Instagram or on Facebook and, and chat with us because we love to do that. All right. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And best of luck in your new exciting adventure if you're brand new here. All right, we'll see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calltohome.com.